Hey, everybody. Before we get into the episode, I just want to give a little note on the top. Uh, half our cast was in the middle of a hailstorm during this episode. So uh, we had power going out to half our cast. And uh, we may do, but if you sense a little stiltedness in the podcast, that's more than likely the reason. But uh, I think it was a decent episode overall, considering, and I hope you enjoy. All right, back to the show. Dalton's coming into Oh, you. it's hailing. Here it goes. Is it? Oh, uh, oh my god, these are big, dude. It's that time of year. Watch oh, your windows. Scrumptious. Nice. Oh god. Oh my god. One oh my god, my I see it. Hurt. Why are you outside? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to <laughs> he see it. He has like Bluetooth headset. Like, it just like snaps his headset in half. <laughs> dude, these are ping pong ball shots. Headsets save my life. Hello and welcome to Big Banded Gaming. This is our second episode and it is all about Elden Ring. So I'm Troy, your host, and today we have Isaiah. Hey, what's up? Hey, Isaiah. How you doing? Doing great. I learned that I'm allergic to grass from my doctor yesterday, or like, <laughs> actually last week, so that's fun. You're allergic to the earth. That's good. I'm allergic to the that's earth. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. And uh, now we have Colton. Hello. Hey, Colton, what's up? Oh, nothing. Playing Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. It'll help you this episode to have played Elden Ring for sure. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Glad yeah. I did it then. <laughs> and Josh. Hey, how's it going? I hey, just Josh. watched uh, Batman last night, oh. and I, I can't stop thinking about it. I've been thinking about it this whole time, <laughs> like getting ready oh, to record. Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> so ready to talk about Batman. <laughs> can't wait for our batman episode <laughs> where we Is will talk about we're doing today Not yeah we're talking about the nes nes batman by sunsoft oh, a whole sweet. hour and a half of that yeah that's what you meant right yeah yeah okay cool perfect everyone's on the right podcast today uh <laughs> and now we got dalton what's up dalton hello nothing much um my bones are hurting <laughs> uh, that's, that's that's usual that's usual okay. uh, it's a good thing you don't have too many of those right yeah uh, yeah yeah all right so elden ring today is march 14th and elden ring has been out for what a little over a week now week a week yeah. yeah yeah um it's weird because it felt like it came out yesterday and at the same time it feels like i've been playing it for like a month uh, <laughs> so it makes sense uh so the first thing I want to talk about is I want to know your guys' history with the Soul series and why I want to know that because it kind of puts in context of kind of how you're how you're viewing Elden Ring right now, whether you've played a ton of Souls games or have not. So, uh, Josh, let's start with you. Oh boy, yeah, I uh, I picked up Dark Souls back in probably 2012 after playing Skyrim for the first time. I really wanted another fantasy game. I went went up to GameStop, and they handed me Demon Souls and Dark Souls, and like you can pick one of these and to play uh, if you're into like Skyrim type stuff, which is totally, totally like off. Not a good recommendation <laughs> for someone who just played the Elder Scrolls. Like here's Dark Souls, like no. But I I chose Dark Souls because the guy was like, well, this one is the newer ones, and he he's like they don't really connect in any real way, and he's right, they don't. 
So I, uh, I started with Dark Souls, and I played it for probably, I don't know, 20 minutes and quit for the next six months, didn't touch it, and then I finally got back around to it, and really, like, it got its hooks into me, and I, I kind of dove in, you know, into, like, Fextra Life and stuff like that online, and all the wikis, uh, trying to figure out what my build is and everything, and, oh, yeah. and it, I just went down that rabbit hole really far um and you went uh, full soul yeah once you start looking up builds yeah then you know exactly you it. yeah yeah i think i think the first dark souls i, I did a um pyromancy build to make Ooh, my way nice through. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's everybody cool. said use um use magic but i was like no i want to use fire <laughs> you're like i'll use the fake magic <laughs> fire yeah. yeah for sure i and then after that um i mean what dark souls 2 came out after that but i don't think i i don't think i played that one when it came out i think i waited for the scholar of the first sin yeah so i think i think i picked up bloodborne next i think that was my second uh from soft game which is kind of weird thinking back because i thought i thought i played more before then but guess not yeah, so I guess it was Dark Souls to Bloodborne, and then eventually got around to Dark Souls Two, and uh, that one I liked a lot more than I think a lot of other people. Uh, but uh, Bloodborne was it still is my all time favorite game. Uh, spoilers for this Ring discussion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I I didn't really play um, Dark Souls Three at first, and and I, I kind of skipped over uh, Sekiro. Um, but I did go back to Dark Souls 3 and thought that it was really, really familiar. And I, I don't think I really, uh, dug that one as much as the, the first two Dark Souls or, uh, or Bloodborne. Am I yeah. missing a game? <laughs> Is there another no, I, I, I think that covers it. I, I think I, last episode you did mention you played the Demon Souls remake recently. Oh, correct. Yeah, I just, I not as fond of that one oh, i did want to shout out um neo because i think that would be my uh aside from this discussion i think that that was previously my like second favorite of all, all these types of games even though neo is not by FromSoft. yeah neo plays great so i play neo too yeah and then, oh and then of course yeah. sorry i also want to shout out hollow knight even though <laughs> it's not in the same realm of the th- three dimension not exactly, uh, but it does a really good job at like capturing those themes, though, right? Exactly, it feels like a two D replication of of Dark Souls, and I really appreciated that game. Love yeah, that game. yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Isaiah, what about you? What's your experience with the Souls series up to this point? It actually, goes hand in hand with how I first got into Unch- Uncharted because uh, Uncharted was like one of the first few games I got on my PS4. Not only that, I think that same month I got the game my my, my PS4. Uh, Bloodborne was the PS Plus game for free, so uh, Bloodborne was the first, and my golly, do I love it! It was really, it's kind of it's kind of simple in like in design. It's just kind of dodge and hit, but I think with that design in mind, they were able to make things like a okay, quick reflexes and like why not more of a more of a challenge and more of a priority, and it, it just it was just so much fun, like just getting to this world that feels like a. Feels like I'm straight out of an Edgar Allan Poe poem right now when I play that game, and that'd be my first game, like my first exposure to Dark Souls and whatnot. The Soul a lot Born of people, series. sure, yeah. Oh yeah, it 
it was a really great introduction and it felt, it felt so much fun. And then I think, I think Christmas down the line got darn gone to Dark Souls 1 remastered and goodness, I had to start over because like I, I just couldn't jive with my character, but also how I was playing the game. So after like a, like a restart, I finally found that love, that sort of fire that other Soulsborne fans got. And it had me on my on my bed just like two days straight just playing that game all the way to um i forget which londo is it it's the one with like the golden brothers the golden yeah. brothers <laughs> i call them the golden brothers yeah dude yeah, yeah this, the, i'm gonna look up the wiki right now dark souls wiki golden brothers <laughs> little, little golden brothers i, I actually noticed ornstein and smog yeah gotcha <laughs> i actually fell so in love with them that yeah, that, yeah. That, that was. Mo. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, honestly, honestly, most people haven't finished Dark Souls 1 because it has uh, kind of a famously bad 25, like the last 25% <laughs> is yeah. not all the way there. There's just like big, empty, like fire dungeons and stuff. You're like, oh, this is this sucks. Uh, so it, a lot of people did not finish that one and probably for good reason. Yeah. Um, but cool, cool. Uh, what about you, Colton? Uh, I probably have the the shortest uh, history with the series. Uh, uh, really, uh, the the games came out, and I heard about them. People liked them, and then just seeing clips of it, I I was always somewhat interested. But you know, I was I was too busy playing other games, and I always told myself, ah, it's probably not my type of game, anyways. Uh, I finally did get uh, uh, peer pressured into playing Bloodborne. <laughs> I don't know how many years after it came out uh, by all of you. Uh, and I actually really liked it. The, there was that, that learning curve that took me a little bit, but I felt like once I got past that uh, learning curve, I was making you know more and more progress in that game every day. Uh, I never finished it, though, and I, I wish I could tell you why, because I was, I was enjoying myself. Uh, I, I was having fun, uh, but I never... I never finished it. I, I, I was probably about 25 hours into it, though, by the time I stopped. Yeah, um, and that's that's like a, a lot an ongoing theme with people play Souls games. You have to be in a very specific mode, like a very focused mode to be able to do it. It's not just like, oh, after work, just going to... I mean, to some people it is once you get there, but until you get there, you're not just... It's not like a relaxed game, you know? You have to be in the yeah. mood. Mm-hmm. But uh, awesome, yeah. Um, so for me, it's funny because we're I'm going to talk about Uncharted Two again. So Uncharted Two came out in 2009, and that is like a very important game to me and one of my favorites. But it was not my game of the year that year because that was also the year Demon Souls came out. Um, so I saw the IGN review around t- the end of 2009. And what kind of like really drew me in is they were showing the like really unique multiplayer mechanics. And, you know, in 2009, they were showing like you can invade other people's games and you can see how they die by touching their bloodstains and leave notes. And, you know, I and pretty much all the talk about it being super difficult and crazy just like went all over my head. I was just like, oh, my God, I have to try this game. Like the idea of someone like invading me in my game, it just sounded, you know kind of crazy uh, in a way it still is there's still not a lot of games that, that do that sort of thing but um uh so demon souls fell in love with it i pretty much loaned out my ps3 copy of that game like probably like 20 people over the years 
and was just that guy that was just like you have to play this game you have to play this game like it's it was kind of a revelation to me um but and i remember specifically going to like i'm like one of those like small game shops and all three dudes when i told them i wanted that used copy of demon souls all of them are just like that's a good game bro yeah i was like okay that's cool um so yeah demon souls like very important game um it kind of changed after i played demon souls it kind of changed the lens of a lot of different games for me where i was like wow this game's okay but it's no demon souls or whatever and then after that um so i played De- finished demon souls before dark souls was even announced like i was still typing in demon souls 2 into google like You're before so dark souls was officially <laughs> announced like yeah uh and so i remember dark souls getting announced and kind of it being i remember it being a bigger deal online than demon souls would because it started to like get a cult following um, so I remember picking that game up at midnight at a GameStop with just like five other people. Like I had been to like a Call of Duty launch and that was out the door. And for Dark Souls, it was like five other people in this room, five like really nerdy looking dudes. And I'm a real nerdy looking dude. So for me to say that they were like, I was like, wow, OK, <laughs> you know, in my head, I was like, this game's going to be huge. And then I went to the launch and was like, OK, well, a few of us like are, you know, going to get this game. But uh, that kind of goes in the conversation with Elden Ring now that was comparing it to a Call of Duty launch. Uh, But maybe we'll talk about that later. But um, after that, like, you know, every Souls game that has come out, I have I have, you know, day one have I've been there. I've beaten them all within a month, except for Dark Souls 2 specifically. I had a little bit I had to take a break in the middle of that one because it wasn't driving with me as much, Um, which is like what you, Josh said, which is the yeah, normal. Do you think the corrections they made to Scholar of the first sin were like? I, th- I think deal? it would have helped. I think it really would have helped uh, me get through that game originally. Did you not ever play the? I did. I only played like ten hours of it because I put a hundred hours into the base game of Dark Souls two on PS three. So the idea okay. of going back was uh, was like yeah. I will try this out and be like, wow, this runs great. So what people don't remember about a lot of people don't remember about Dark Souls two is that came out on PS three and three sixty when the PS four and Xbox One were already out, and it ran bad. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Scholar of the, uh, the First Sin came out a year later, so they were developing that as a new system was launching so it just and my brother got the pc version and i was watching him play that and i was like wow that looks a whole lot better (laughs) you know so uh uh, i should have really waited but there was no way that was going to happen but um you know bloodborne obviously it's kind of has a status of one of like those games of all time uh sort of things uh so that's that's a big one and uh what the game that's really grown over me over time is sekiro i think sekiro ends up climbing climbing my soul's rank and just games i really it, that game just really stuck with me it, it remains um, the number one game on my backlog <laughs> yeah sekiro more than anything else has to um he, that game gives you no wiggle room you you will play sekiro the way from software wants you to play from you know a sekiro and there's not really another option so that one specifically you really have to meet it at its own terms and is sometimes you know if it doesn't click it, it clicked for me and probably around 20 hours in i was like i've been playing this game all wrong and then the minute i kind of figured it out it was kind of smooth sailing from there but that was the biggest brick wall was that game um 
And so, of course, played the Demon Souls remake. Uh, I had replayed that game so many times in my life that I beat that thing in like 19 hours. It's uh, not long. It's not long already. And it, especially if you know what every where everything is and what to do, it's, yeah. it's real fast. But I will say uh, before we move on, because this is not a soul, uh, podcast about the whole soul series. Uh, Demon Souls still <laughs> is my favorite boss fight, which is a monk. And again, the, this was their first game on PS3 with all those cool online mechanics. The monk will grab other players that put like um, summon signs down and will make them the boss of that area. And they wait for you to come into it. So, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So the um, that's in the oh, what's the prison called? Tower Latria. Uh, the end boss of the Tower Latria. You always play against another player unless you play offline. Then there's just this generic dude. And it's really easy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It depends who you get. Like it does depend who you get because sometimes you just get a guy in there that wrecks you, and you're like, "Wow, they gave him a yeah. big turban that like shoots things at me, and he's good." But um, so in the remake, I enjoy just putting my soul sign down and being the boss <laughs> for like five people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I adore this series. So I was very much looking forward to Elden Ring. Um, so cool. Um, so. Now that we kind of know each other's history with the series, uh, did we see Dalton? I don't remember. <laughs> jumping. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just looking at the mute there. Dalton, you still there? Okay, you're there. Okay, sorry. I thought you Dalton, <laughs> I want to hear it. What's your history with the series? It's very limited. I've yeah. played half of Bloodborne. Love it. That's about it. <laughs> um, nice, nice. That's honestly I mean, I played some I, yeah. Hollow Knight, but you know what? Yeah. As far as being like getting as close as you can to the atmosphere of a Souls game, Hollow Knight is the closest because Neo has the gameplay mechanics, but it it does not have that like from software atmosphere. Hollow Knight does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Those, yeah I mean, yeah, that's I'm a good example. It's pretty. It might get a little boring. They're just like, yeah, yeah. it's really good. <laughs> Or or they'll get really mechanically into it. They're like, well, I don't like what they did in this one, but the, you know. But I'm curious to see what you guys say because I think honestly, I do think like playing up to like the Blood Star Beast in Bloodborne and people jumping into Elden Ring is like a common theme. We're like, well, I played a little bit of Bloodborne and now I'm jumping into Elden Ring. Let's go, you know. I loved that flappy dog thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that like flappy meat monster. <laughs> that. All righty. So uh, let's just do a little checkup. So um, Elden Ring, uh, what platform did you guys all get it on? I think everyone, or, or no, except Dalton. Um, yeah, I, I got sure it on Xbox. Xbox Series S. I think everyone yeah. here has it on PS5 or like at least the next gen system with the loading and stuff. That's been the biggest thing for me um, is the loading time. So I still hate watching the, the loading bar. I don't know what it is about it. It bothers me so much. It, it goes like one fourth and then jumps to like three fourths complete. Yeah. And then it holds for a second. Like, just go already. Dude, imagine dying and waiting like 50 seconds, like in Dark Souls 2. On no, PS3. dude, I remember playing Bloodborne. Uh, Those loading uh, load times were yeah, terrible. Totally. It's especially before they patched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's that been a big thing is we're all playing on next-gen systems with faster loading. So loading has not been an issue for like maybe the first time ever. Well, the Demon Souls are faster, but... You're also using the load screens more, I feel like, in this game because of all the fast travel. 
That's true. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. If you're playing on like Xbox One or like a base console, even the Xbox One X PS4 Pro, like quadruple to five times that loading screen every time you fast travel or load in. Uh, so it's I don't important think that I have any there. complaints. <laughs> wait. I mean, most people won't, but if you went back now, <laughs> you'd probably be like, oh, yes, I noticed this. Especially if you're I wrapping up it, stuff. But I also like Destiny. <laughs> So, oh, good point. <laughs> oh god, I don't want to talk about the loading screen. <laughs> but you get to watch your ship. It's fun, <laughs> dude. I can hear like the white noise ship, the white noise like the ship <laughs> screen makes in my head right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, cool, cool. So, uh, what is uh all your guys's? Do you do you know how many hours all you guys have put in? I know I've put in about sixty hours so far, and I'm level one hundred eighteen. Jesus. Dang. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm fifty and I'm fifty. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, so the game, the menu, uh, the menu in the game said I was I was like fifty two hours in. Uh, oh wow! But uh, but PlayStation on my, you know, you look up the hours for all your games on your profile. Yeah. PlayStation said I'm forty one hours in. Oh, so, that's weird. Yeah, so I don't really know. I don't know if it's counting the time like on the main menu, I guess. Sometimes you have have to leave it on the menu, you know? The PlayStation side would definitely count your time in the menu, but like your in-game timer would probably be the more accurate one. Well, then why would the PlayStation one be shorter, though? That is weird. I don't don't know. So I I honestly can't tell you what my time is. (laughs) Okay, that is a weird one. Uh, What about you, Josh? Oh, yeah, I'm like 50 to 60 hours in. I think I'm level 69. Okay, cool. Nice. Oh, nice. I did forget to say hello. I'm level 55. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, for me, I am level uh, 50 and 30 hours in the game. Like 31 cool. hours. Cool, cool. So we know who the tryhards are? Yeah. If you are actually good at the game, Dalton. You're the- <laughs> sorry, Dalton. What level were you? Uh, 50, and I'm 50 hours in. Okay. Oh, okay. I, the wrong you are all, yeah, you guys are all kind of at, at the same point, pretty much. Uh, yeah. level wise uh i would say i got to my level without grinding like i didn't use any of those like hey get like a four million souls in 20 minutes oh yeah man. uh i did get well, i didn't portal. get any souls in this game <laughs> oh I got well. runes. so i'm gonna call things <laughs> bonfires and souls and you guys are just gonna have to nope. uh points and grace. Points and grace. Grace, points grace, grace points grace points and runes i will try i will That's try grace. okay you had to take like 12 years <laughs> of calling these bonfires. Even in Bloodborne, I was like, yeah, just go to the bonfire. I never called it a lamp. <laughs> um, uh, but <laughs> but uh, I did at one point uh, get a portal that shot me to the north, which like uh, oh, all, yeah. those, all those uh, little dudes give you like a thousand. So I think I did grind about 10 levels, but I'm still like, you know, like 118 whatever so it wasn't too many levels i grinded i, I have I was not like, grinded yet yeah so it, it's cool that i think that's neat that that most people are just like yeah i'm just playing i figure why grind when you can just explore and get runes yeah. while exploring yep. you know yeah exactly it's like oh that's weird unless you're like at the last boss and you're just like ah, oh, i'm so close i maybe just need a little more defense you might want to grind yeah. because you lose all your runes to fall damage 
<laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, fun fact if you put down any of those colored stones you get, if it shatters, it means you can, uh, you'll die. If it lands and doesn't shatter, it means you can jump down. So if you want to put gauge. Yes, I've heard that, but I'm far too lazy to even do that. (laughs) I know, you have to put it in your inventory. I don't craft. On the horse, on the horse, you just just jump and hope. Yeah. Yeah. Jump jump and pray. Uh, Also, the double jump doesn't like negate any of that distance. Yeah, I I learned the hard way. I learned the hard way. So it's like, oh, I'll jump down to the sand beach and just jump before, and it, it didn't matter. It's like, nah. Um, all right, and so everybody, uh, let me know what your starter class and your current build is. If you don't remember the exact names, don't worry about it. You can just tell me your general build. Uh, can I can I talk about the fact that I started the game over five times? <laughs> I thought you might have five been. times. Yeah, I probably put a good thirty hours in before this sixty or the whatever, whatever I'm at now. Oh my there. gosh, really? That much? Yeah, yeah. Did you know there was a way to respec about like that thirty hour mark? I did, but I mean that just depends on what direction you go, I guess. But I I'm stubborn, and I I wanted to like experience everything as like my chosen class, and I gotta admit, at the point that I'm at, I'm about to respec. Okay, okay. I thought you were about to say restart again. I'm about to restart. No, (laughs) again, just start Sekiro, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, crazy. No, sorry, but uh, I, I started uh, th- this current playthrough. I am the I started as the bandit, uh, and uh, that was really tricky at first because all you have is a little dagger and that really, really, really bad shield. That really small, like buckler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried to like sneak around and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm missing something, but I don't. I don't think that works that well most of the time. <laughs> Uh, you can get maybe get a few enemies backstabbed, but then there's always a dude with a horn that calls us like 30 buddy is over. Yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah. either I run or I fight. Uh, yeah. Cool. yeah, I started with um, I so I started as a samurai and I am pretty much currently still playing a samurai. So like a dex build. Uh, so right now I have like this curved um uh, there's that uh, bottom portal that you get that big old curved sword. It's a boss that gives it to you. I'm that still currently using oh, yeah, yeah, I have his yeah. big sword, and then I have a, a katana and the kind of little katana. I forget what they're called, but you know, I'm Uji-katana. most saying, right. Uji-katana. It's a Uja katana, oh, yeah. and then but there's like a little dagger shaped katana that like most samurai have. Oh, I don't. I didn't know so, that was in this. Yeah, so you can two hand, and that does combos, and that causes bleed damage too. Okay. So it's pretty sick. <laughs> I can just like layer damage really fast with those two. Um, or just do kind of big, like come, almost like strength build damage with that big old sword with bleed. So that's kind of my build right now. It's just a dex melee, sometimes bow. But I haven't been using a shield all that much. I've been dual dual wielding or dual handing. Um, so so you're not still using the Uchigatana? I am. I am on, okay, on my okay. right hand. And then on my okay. left, I have a kind, of, kind of like a smaller katana that uh, combos with. The- See, I, I did not start with the Uchi katana. Like I said, I was the bandit, but I, I found right. the Uchi katana and I used it for most of the playthroughs. It's still really good. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much the build I used in Dark Souls 3, which right now I, I'm actually, I really like it. I'm actually using the winged scythe. I didn't mention that. Whoa. It's like a, it's like a faith. I have that weapon. That sounds sort of. cool. It's pretty cool. It's got a nice uh, skill where you like leap up and then come down and do like a double strike. 
Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Yeah, there's so many cool builds. I'm a little jealous that mine's a little basic, but it's also the way I like to play these games, like a character action game. So <laughs> Ew, it's working. Like uh, basic beat. <laughs> yep, that's me. That's me. Uh, what about you, Isaiah? What What was your starting class and what are you playing as now? Or what's your general build? I'm so happy about this and how they have it. The starting class I chose and I'm sticking with today is uh sticking with sticking with is a samurai with the Uji Katana and I have like six like upgrades already on it already. And it's like my fair weapon right now and my go-to weapon. However, I've been like thinking I'm like, okay, if that sword, if y'all know viewers might not know this, but like or listeners. There's a sword in the game that is like a direct reference to a manga called Berserk. Very popular manga, and the main character's guts has a big, broad sword. And it's in the game. And it's like 31 strength, and I was like, you know what? I might do a thing where I can just switch off my, my katana to a strength build. So doing both dex and strength in the future, but mainly dex right now. Yeah, nice. All right, and what about you, Colton? Uh, I started with a bandit. Uh, so, you know, really heavy you know, decks and, uh, uh, and like, you know, like arcane and all that. Oh, cool. Uh, so I haven't really, I haven't done anything too different. I've just really been leveling up my decks. If anything, I've been leveling up my decks and, uh, endurance and strength mainly. Nice. Just to kind of help with the damage and also to help with the, the, uh, you know, the, the equipment. Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I, if you I guys. Kept, I kept finding myself. You know, I'm like, oh, cool, a piece of armor that has better stats, and then I put it on, and then all of a sudden, I'm I'm fat rolling. Fat rolling. Place, so, <laughs> I'm like, god dang it, I'll switch back to my less power, my you know my my we armor that doesn't do as good of a job. Yeah, I definitely there is a talisman out there that I found in it, and it's the equip load like plus talisman. So yeah. it gives you like twenty plus equip load just by equipping a talisman. Ooh. So I'm wearing like yeah. fat armor and still medium rolling with my great sword. Uh, uh, that's a very good item. Yeah, yeah, totally. I have that big brimmed like <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I think it looks sweet. Uh, cool, cool. Um, what about you, Dalton? Um, I started with the hero build. I forget what weapon you have when you start that, but you get a shield. I can't parry, but I really like the shield. <laughs> damage negation. Oh, yeah. So, um, Is that like the bar- barbarian-looking class? I think so. There's like a rag right. around their head? Yeah. yeah, I think so. That sounds right. I'm not sure, though. Sorry. But um, I, like I said, I'm level 50, and I now have 30 in strength. Oof, nice. Are you like doing a tank uh, build? Just soaking up damage? Kind of. Um, and then I put some in decks so I could use the curved great sword. But I'm oh, yeah, also nice. on the lookout for a great axe that I like. Ooh, I like, cool. I like great axes. Um, I have one that looks like a four pronged anchor, and that one's really fun. Dude, that thing <laughs> is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't um, use that thing worth crap because my strength is like ten. But yeah. I, freaking, I like I like holding that weapon and pretending like I can. That's why I use most of the big weapons in the game. I'm like, oh, I like, wish I had enough strength. Yeah, you like standing in front of the mirror with that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I've leveled up my strength quite a bit, my dex a little bit, and most of the rest has gone to endurance, just so I could have that equipment load. 
yeah for all my heavy it, stuff yeah i'm telling you that talisman if you guys can find it it's oof, it's a godsend it it's is bad. nice yeah um has anyone our, else been using like uh magic because i have been using like the dragon magic and a little bit of just the standard fire like incantations i have some i have some fire incantations i i think one of them is like cleansed by fire that like clears your poison yeah it's really yeah. All of my magic is just attached to like ashes, you know, where I can just swing like a holy wave out of my katana. That is really cool. No, like no, yeah, yeah. So no actual magic, like off like a staff or anything. It's just all connected to like ashes. Yeah, I I was playing around with some of the spells that I've you know I've gotten from defeating certain bosses or whatever, but my faith and my. and my intelligence and my mind, like it's all, it's all so low that I can't really use anything worthwhile. You should yeah. boost yeah. your your mind just to get the SP for like. Yeah, I've been because I have some really cool summons that I just can't use because I don't have enough FP. Yeah. To summon. It. Yeah, and it takes a while. I mean, that mimic summon it, it copies your character, its stats, and all its items it's carrying, and like heals itself. It is the best summon in the game, but you can't get it unless you beat General Radon. <laughs> That's kind of the gateway oh, to that. God. I heard about uh, that. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I did so, not know he was the one that gave you that. <laughs> no, he doesn't, but there's a he world event re- that happens. Oh, That's yeah. the only He's, way you can get it. Uh, I've been watching people try to beat him on Twitch <laughs> for the past three days, and like this is like six different people, and they are struggling. <laughs> Yeah, don't bang your head against it because you can just come back. He's not like a necessary boss for progression. Um, that's but, the, the most recent thing I did was was fight him. Uh, yeah, dude, that is a crazy boss. Like yeah. it, out of the in the series, yeah. even it is wild. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's known as like the hardest Dark Souls boss, apparently. Or you mean in the I whole uh, From Soft universe or something I, like that? I really think you meant worst. <laughs> boss <laughs> <laughs> could be both yeah yeah i i feel like i won him by luck like i just was um, able to keep my summons up i was able to keep my distance and chip away at him also by then i'd gotten a great rune that like can up all my stats and everything and that helped and heavier armor so you just really have to brute force him pretty much with stats which you know could be frustrating i'm good first. with brute force yeah exactly <laughs> Not so great with evasion. <laughs> yeah. All right. So everyone, you know, we've been playing this game for a couple weeks. I want to know what your guys' like initial impressions of it were. Like, how are you feeling about it early on? Mm. I think for me, honestly, it's just like instant like, okay, I'm in love. <laughs> I like just the sort of presentation it gave to me and how it went about it. It's just, I was like, great. I have a steed. Uh, I can like just go about anywhere. I could double jump my steed. <laughs> and also progression is like aimed towards like how I play so if I were to just not having a good time with like say Margaret the first major boss then I can be like okay cool I'll just go do this over here and oh got upgrades so first yeah. impressions I think are just like strong very strong for me yeah uh, what about you Colton because I know you, you had uh, some previous experience with Bloodborne but I know you were kind of jumping into this and this really takes after Dark Souls like this is kind of Dark Souls 4 in all but name 
Um, so I'm curious to hear like uh, you and you, you and Dalton's impressions specifically. Well, I, I mean, uh, I, I was, I was not sure how I was going to like it. Uh, but I, I, you know, I've never been on the ground floor of a, of, you know, of a from software game, like, you know, with everyone. So I figured it was worth trying and, you know, being part of the, you know, all the talk. Uh, so I started it and not really knowing what to expect. I, I you know, I knew it was going to be open world. So that automatically made, you know, that piqued my interest a little bit. And I'm just a, I'm just a sucker for open world. I just, I love exploring. I don't, I don't know, just finding, finding things. I just, I love it. It being a Dark Souls game, though, I, I, I didn't know how I was going to react. But upon leaving that first area and, and, you know, seeing the tree sentinel and knowing I was going to die, but I was like, oh, you know, I'll have this be my first death. You know, I'll go ahead and get my first death out of the way. I'll try to fight him. <laughs> and I did absolutely no damage and I died. Yeah. And I said, awesome, I got my first death out of the way. Cool. So now I can go do something else. And I don't know, I, I started liking it a whole lot really fast. Like, I mean, it, it was, I started liking it way more than I thought I would and started liking it a whole lot sooner than I thought I would. Uh, there was just the, just immediately I just started recognizing how, you know, how, how alive the, the open world felt, you know, and just there, there, there wasn't a lot of wasted space, you know, like there are in a lot of other open world games. And I really appreciated that. Oh yeah. And it just, it really, uh, uh, I never, I never got bored. There was nothing boring to do, you know, I, and to this day, I'm still not running out of places that I haven't been to. And that's, Oh, you won't for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Uh, so, so I've, my initial, my initial reaction was very positive. Cool. Cool. Uh, Dalton, I remember because we have a group chat going on. I remember you saying you weren't kind of feeling it early on when you, when you first got the game. Has that changed at all? Um, kind of. I, I mean, it's just. I, I have issues with grotesque appearances. Oh, no. So, like, so, like, it was really hard for me to, like, especially play, like, Bloodborne. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. like, running through, running through this grave, or this grave, this game and, like, Limgrave is fine. But, like, once you start going to, like, the gross place that's red, I forgot. The name. Yeah, the red room where everything is literally bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I start to, like, get turned off. <laughs> but Yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately, I like it. Yeah. I, yeah, I did mean... have a point two days ago that I was just kind of fed up with it. But then I <laughs> found a, a nice uh, hatchet. Oh. <laughs> Now keep you going. Yeah, I, I feel like th that's kind of how I am with every Dark Souls game is where I will play it nonstop and then I'll get to points where I'm just like, oh, am I getting a little burnt out? I'm playing so much, you know, in so short a time. And then by the next morning, I'm like, OK, no, I'm, I need to jump back in. I just heard you can get this item from here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, that's um, how I feel too. So uh, for me, um, not, I mean... I kind of knew what to expect and I didn't because um, I had been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of previews. Like I'd been trying to take a step away from trailers, but I at least wanted to know people's opinions coming up. So I, I had kind of a good idea what I was kind of like, what people were liking about it was walking into. Um, maybe what I didn't quite expect was how dense everything was in a good way. Uh, like Colton was saying, there's not like a ton of wasted space. 
which is really cool. Like for a game I really love, like Breath of the Wild, there's just like there would be cool things in the world I'd want to get to, but it would take me a while to get there. You know what I mean? There is kind of a lot of empty space in between. Uh, and this in th- this thing, it just feels like every time you take a corner, there's something else to the I'm point sure. where, you know, I mean, they give you tools like map your, uh, uh, you know, map the map, mark the map. And, you know, I've really been taking advantage of that to be like, OK, I, I don't want to forget there's something here. So I'll mark it and come back later. And I don't know, I, I, I was really enjoying it. I started doing the Dark Souls thing where I went to the castle and was like, you know, banging my head against uh, Mark. Is it Margaret? at first yeah. not the first Marget, yeah, yeah yeah yep yep uh uh Marget, and i did the thing where i was like okay you know i've heard this the way you're supposed to play this game and i just stepped away after 30 minutes of fighting him and i decided to go south and that's kind of the moment that game like the magic started working on me is i found just this little gap between the um the the starting area and that south area that kind of foresty area and I jumped and made it to the other side and the map didn't even fill out or anything. I was just in like that, like the empty void of the map. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And from there, I found like seeds to like upgrade my my flasks. And I found the bottle where you mix your potions, which gave me like upgrades and new spirits. And ooh, that thing's good. Let me tell you. Um and uh like and just all this other stuff and then by the time you know i must got lost like for probably six to eight hours and then after that going back to to marget it was like no problem i beat him like three tries with like you know with all my upgrade summons uh you know upgrade my weapon a couple of times leveled up a little and i did it without the intention of doing it and that's the cool thing because it wasn't like okay i'm gonna walk around i'm gonna grind you know what I mean? I, that was that wasn't yeah. my thinking. I was just like, oh, I'm going to explore and just go through dungeons and do this. And by the time I was like, you know, I'll give him another try. And sure enough. Uh, and that's when I was like, OK, this is kind of what makes this game special. It's a very uh, low friction Souls game. Whereas like, you know, there are there. I mean, that's what Sekiro was. It was just bashing your head into something till you brute force learned patterns and how you're going to feed enemies because you couldn't out level and stuff. And I think that in a way, I mean, that does speak to like into the action game lover in me. But at the same time, I think uh, Elden Ring really takes like uh, it, it, it really takes its RPG mechanics into account in, in a way the other games like couldn't with finding items and just, you know, just leveling up as you play instead of grinding on purpose it's so it was really I, I was pretty high on it from the beginning and i haven't had much of a low point since points i've been frustrated for sure but i would just wake up the next morning and be like okay i'm ready uh what about you josh yeah i'm still waiting for that that point of refresh where i can just like wake up in the morning and be like i'm ready to, to take this on again because right now i'm i'm pretty low on it i think i think i started off really really excited and uh i remember talking to colton uh about the limb limb grave we were both like very early on and finding like the first caves and everything and it was very exciting and i think at this point i i've i see the patterns forming the kind of open world yeah um copy paste a, a little here and there not much I, i'll give them credit like it's there's not a ton of copy and paste but when it happens i still feel a little disappointed and i think out of all of from soft games this is the most predictably paced like I, I feel like i'm being surprised the least because it is an open world design they still do in some way follow that structure that's been 
set by other companies, whereas their other games are very much their own. And how and how the 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 level design is and and how they, they structure the 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 open world that existed in Dark Souls one through three and Bloodborne, how those are structured, it, it's very um, purposeful. Uh, and not not to say that like obviously I really like this game. If the, if that wasn't obvious, well I I do really like this game. I do think they they're missing a little bit of the magic they had for me. Um, compared to the, the the other games in the in the series uh, I, yeah. I think i think it's just impossible to capture that same sort of magic in in the scale of everything with with the wide open world i feel like you're just gonna have those moments of okay i'm just in a field and these are th- this the same mob that i've seen a dozen times like I, I keep running into these bat creatures, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> and I, I feel like their placement is is just random, as opposed to in a normal Dark Souls dungeon, their placement is intentional. And like, if they want you to backstep something, it's going to be facing away. Like they try to like lure you in specific ways, so everything feels a lot more thoughtful. And in this, it just sometimes I felt like, well, because I can approach it from any angle, it doesn't feel like that the same, uh, you know, care was put into those those little details. I I see what you mean in that sense. But the further you get in the game, you realize there's the open world and there's, you know, there's the caves and everything. But then there's the legacy dungeons where you do get a yeah. lot of that. And yeah. the more you go through, you realize how much of that late, how many legacy dungeons there are. And you're like, oh, this is just an entire Dark Souls like four with an open world kind of in between it. You know what I mean? Agreed. And uh, which, I, yeah, I could see how that could be a negative rather than a positive. You know? Yeah. Just to land my thoughts, it's that's I just think I'm not an open world person as like Colton said he loves open worlds like that's what got him into this one I've never been drawn to a game because it's an open world it, it the world itself has to be the thing to draw me in and and I, I don't know if this one did it for me um so I think I'm pretty down on it overall okay. well let me yeah well it it does do something in some sense that even like the older souls games didn't do and it's wildly different. Like everyone here is going to play this game completely differently. Like they're they you could have gone in different directions. Like I didn't. I went to the red like land like as my third continent. I didn't even go over there till I explored the entire south. But I could see like someone going straight from Lingrave to that red area and being like, "This is bad. <laughs> I need to get out of here." God help them. Yeah, um, fourth. Yeah, I waited a while. Exactly. To yeah. So, uh, but also because the open world and because of its looser structure. You find these portals in the open world. And every time I step through one of those portals, I'm just like blown away at where it takes me. Like I went to this portal and it it took me to like the last area of the game. And I'm trying to keep spoilers a little away, but this last area of the day. Okay, okay so I figured everyone's been underground by now or figured out there. Yeah, is underground. Map. That was such a cool moment. That was. Yeah, there's a third moment like that. 
by the way. Oh, um, I think I know what you're talking about. And I don't want to spoil it, but it yeah. was just it was just through one of those portals, and it pretty much shot me to the end of the game. You know, okay, so I there's a hated point- that. I found that <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you're just like what? Uh, uh, so there's that actually Mario Odyssey did that at one point. There was like oh, a yeah. little painting you could jump to and you saw like the Super Mario 64 castle in the distance. And you're like, what? I remember that. Um, it's it's a lot like that. So I, I think there are cool little tricks they have put in with the open world where you, you find something and it like, you know, something teleports you somewhere and you're just like, what? Where did it take me? What is going on? I think. And, the, you know, the under, like finding the first underground and you, you're like, there's a second map? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff crazy. Joystick, right? And I don't know how far everyone's gotten, but like, I thought my big moment was when I went past the first castle and found that entire continent up above and me thinking like, wow, this game is ridiculously big. Because I had already yeah. been to the bottom and, and other half continent. Well, that didn't even scratch the surface. I had two other moments in my hours since then. Where I'm just like, what? <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe the more you play, Josh, the more I don't know. I, I think I can it still see has a complaints. chance to grab me, but it's just definitely it been I like I think Caleb as a whole <laughs> just really put a damper on my experience. I was like, this yeah. is awful. I don't want to be. Well, you're supposed to have a bad time there. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a bad time. I went to Caleb. Um, recently and that was after i went to the capital like what most people are thinking is like near the end of the game spoilers it's really not <laughs> call that capital with the big tree we'll call that the halfway point how about that um God, yeah man. it's so big dude and it's there's a lot of surprises and um i mean i think we're just getting into it now but i think one of the things that has really surprised me which i think is a good change from bloodborne so in bloodborne and dark souls there would be missions you could pick up from NPCs, but the missions were like really easily missable. Um, Whereas, Hey, if you killed the boss in this area, you can't go back and talk to this character and do their mission, you know? Yeah. Um, And in Elden Ring, it seems to be a lot looser to where you could be like all the way near the end of the game and still come back and talk to this character and do their storyline. And doing those storylines have led me to like new areas, like, like really crazy bosses and, that stuff has all been awesome. Um, so I, I, I think that has been a, a really fun thing for me. And, and to be, to be honest, I haven't just been like falling into those. Sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I want to know more about this mission. I don't want to just like guess where everything is. So I'll look up just say, Hey, what's the next step in this? And I think using a wiki and a guide in this game is actually a good thing. I would say that it, it definitely has helped me enjoy it more. Hmm. I've been trying not to look anything up. Um, I think I think I just recently started really diving in to, to looking stuff up because I'm like, should I respec? What's my new build going to be? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'm getting kind of carried away now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, there's just so many early, especially I, I think it does make a really strong first impression because in that first area, everywhere you go, like there's a dragon attacking you. There's like a weird character in a castle. Um, I went at a certain, okay. So, you know, that forest to the South or no, 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 it's to the East Yes. Um, of the starting area. There's a yeah, big forest. Yeah. I think there's a place to go bears. underground too. Yeah. There's a lot of bears. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go there's at one. night, yes. Yeah. Yep. That would be it. 
uh, if you go at night to the ruins, you'll hear like a wolf howling. Yeah. And I ran into a character down there, which started me through this entire mission path that 40 hours later, I've all uh, met this character, he, right? No, I'm not. No. Yeah. You I, met I the wolf man. I'm surprised. I, I thought it, it, he was like the first or second character I met. I, yeah, I, no. I couldn't find him. I couldn't find him for last me. So okay. you you don't have to find him in that forest. He's part of the um, you know, the uh, person that gives you the spirit summons mm-hmm. in that yeah. cave. She's she becomes more important. She has this really long quest line, and the wolf guy is uh like her companion, not her companion, but like one of her allies. Um, and so yeah, yeah, just just stuff like that where I was just like, wow, how how deep did this game go? And every time I ask that question, I I just find out something more. Um. Have you guys been to uh, Volcano Manor yet? That's where no, I'm headed. Okay. I, I oh, haven't even God. heard of it. Oh, okay. I won't say anything uh, too specific, but I will say it's kind of the faction against the round table where you've been. Whoa. Um, cool. And there is some really cool stuff going on with that and decisions you can make. And... um. Because I've allied myself with people in the Volcano Manor, stuff in the round table has been taking turns. Okay. Um, I will say that I was um, attacked in an unexpected area because of something I did in the game surrounding like Volcano Manor, like that sort of thing. By a character I have talked to. <laughs> a lot or tried to talk to. And it's it's just stuff like that, dude. There's just I I can't wait till like uh you guys just keep getting further and further and you're like oh i i got you know i know what you're talking about now or stuff but what, is there anything you guys have like seen as far as like characters areas like i don't know what is there anything that surprised um, you um uh, i know last night uh the last thing i did last night i forgot oh, i forget where i was um but I, I i found this village that i guess just got attacked everything was on fire and I guess the village was made up of a bunch of old men that can't walk, so they just crawl on the ground. <laughs> and they're just walking around going, oh. I and, found and that last kept, night, too. Okay, and they kept attacking me. And I was like, okay, cool, I guess something happened here. Then I uh, I found, I, I saw an NPC that you meet earlier on, and she's like, oh, you know, something happened here. We have to find out who did it. And then I was like, okay. And then I went through and killed some more old men on the, that were crawling on the ground. And then I walked over to one of the corners of the village because it was right next to a cliff. And I was just looking and and there were like, you know, there was some like some clutter over here and there was like a big jar. And I just had, you know, that impulse that I want to roll through everything and break it. So I rolled through it and uh, it was like a solid object. And I said, oh, usually that usually that's a jar that you can break by rolling into it. So I hit it with a sword and all, it was like an illusion. And all of a sudden, one of those old men were like, they turned into like a, you know, they turned back into an old man. They're like, please, please don't hit me. And he's like, he talked to me. He like kind of told me what happened. And then he gave me, uh, I mean, I won't spoil it, but he gave me a pretty important item. And I was like, oh my God, he was just a freaking pot, like way outside this village that I, I just randomly decided to hit with a sword. Yeah. And I was like, oh See, man, I, didn't I got have really an NPC at that village. I had the guy in the pot, but I didn't have an NPC in front of it or in it or it's- anything. You know that lady that helps you with Margaret? The um, she kind of has like barbarian. Yeah, I can't remember clothes. her name. Is she the daughter of that one guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. will in certain um circumstances she'll be in there, um, trying to like figure out what's going on. Oh. Uh, 
And there's a oh, quest wow. with her specifically. Are y'all talking about the village that's like under the like, yeah, it's near like the under, giant cliff thing? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. under that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I, I didn't see the boss there in five hits. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, man. It's okay. It's still a real. I, the way they do level scaling in this game, I love when games do this. When they have very specifically like starting areas where everything's manageable and then really hard areas. Because once you're leveled up to go to the hard areas and you come back to like clean up the starter area, you're just like, I am a god. <laughs> you're just hitting yes. like bosses in three hits and stuff. And I'm like, mm, I love when it like, an, especially an open world game does that. I don't like scaling levels, um, which a lot of other games definitely do. Yeah. Um, so the, I found a village up north. It was kind of like um, all the NPCs were just dancing. They were just like crazy old women dancing. Um, and there was like yeah, flowers everywhere. Village. Yeah, I, I thought it was like the Midsummer Village. <laughs> I was like, oh, some bad stuff's gonna go down in here. <laughs> and nothing was attacking me, so I didn't attack anyone. I was able to like walk around them. And then at a certain point, like the more like this is a pretty big like area. Uh, and the more and more I went into this like little spiraling village thing, all of a sudden, like uh all their eyes started to turn red and I was like, Oh no, this is not good. And the more I went and then they started all like mobbing me and stuff. And then I went and found, um, like this boss that was controlling the village into like worship, worshiping him, worshiping him or whatever and killed him. And yeah, it's like just, just little areas like that all over the place that are just like really neat to stumble into. Oh, Okay, one more thing. I found like an eye of Sauron on a tower that makes you frenzy. It's like a status buildup that'll kill you, but it like makes you crazy. And I oh, had is it to the do madness that. one. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Just and how do I, I do? How do you do that? So you have to pretty much like you do it like a stealth game where he will look, but and you have like maybe some time to run and hide behind a rock. And what you have to do is you just have to get up on a ladder and clear. There's like people um, summoning him. You have to clear them out a little by little till they all die. And then he goes away and there's like a cool item up there. But he's he's like, yeah, he's like a little eye of Sauron up there. You know, it's just it's stuff like that. It's really neat. He kept killing me. So it was just one of those moments. I was like, I'll come back to it. Totally. Yeah. If you have more health, he doesn't kill you in like one madness hit. So that helps. Um. But yeah, I mean, anyone else have anything specifically? The, fake, the first time I saw those, those like giant statue head, like archery things. What, what are they? Or no, they like shoot fire. Those, those little guys are. Oh, I hate in. those guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was like in the distance. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and then it starts like rolling at me <laughs> and shooting fire. I was like, the enemy design in this game sometimes is wild. Or like <laughs> spinning in a circle. Yeah, yeah. I I'll didn't. Think, uh, first time I found those guys was through one of those summoning portals that put me right in the middle of that um that castle tower in the middle of the lake. I think it's like that scholar. I'm so bad with the academy property. Yes, the academy. Yeah, it was like at the beginning of that gate, and I, I passed everyone. But I looked behind me and see one of those. I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> those look like bad news. Um, but I mean, um, so there's some really cool stuff underground. Um, so what's cool is underground. It's not just all one area. There are like multiple ways to go underground. Um, There's also a lot of ways to get stuck. Like I was like, I can't go (laughs) that way. (laughs) Yep. 
yeah, there's a lot of places you can see, but you won't be able to go to till you do stuff like till you beat certain bosses in the world and it unlocks more areas underground in ways you don't expect to. Like, I don't want to I don't want to ruin what happens when you defeat a certain boss, but it's like has a whole cutscene. It's really cool. And yeah, so it's just uh, there's just so many. uh, Everyone has everyone found the Pope Turtle. Yes. No. Oh, shoot. I I have not. Yes. Heard so much about it. Heard the best things about it. And I'm the only sucker who has not found it. Who's the also the same sucker who's going to who hasn't got a single sacred tier until two hours. Like, that's so, I still don't know how you did that. It's like, Ed, what? Oh, same way he played Horizon. That's how he did it. Uh, don't you find those in like every church you you see? Pretty much every church. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You're just like he's just like I'm not going to church. <laughs> um, not today. Uh, yeah. The what was, I, I, what I was mentioning earlier too about like uh, coming back to bosses after I got stuff. Um, I I um, sorry, I was reading something there. Uh, finding that one uh, uh flask that you can mix things in. Do you guys remember the name of that? Uh, the physic or whatever it's called. Yeah, the ball of physic or whatever. That thing has been a game changer because uh, it's every time you defeat the minor herb trees, um, you get you get another thing you can mix in your physic bottle. And I just have it's crazy how long the statuses last on that. Like I have the regen and I also have like strength and it lasts like 15 minutes. It's crazy. Yeah. I think I've mainly used mine for like the, um, it's like a shield, a little bubble comes up. Oh yeah. I think I mix up with like, yeah, yeah. And I mix up with stamina, the regen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I also love in this game, this is another thing I like in most games. It's when you feel like you can just jankily get up. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> it's just you can get up somewhere you're not supposed to by like just breaking the like environments. Uh, and you can do a lot oh, of that yeah. with your horse. Like you can just jump on. And, and that's what I feel like um, the, the where, uh, you know, where you can write messages in other games. I largely ignored a lot of that. Like they weren't like super pertinent. I would if I saw a lot of blood stains, so I could see. Oh, okay, this is probably a trap, right? Um, at I um, uh, what what really has made the difference here is in the open world. Like uh, the open world is so big that I'm not peeking around every corner. But anytime I see a message, I'll read it in the open world, and sometimes I'll be like, "There's actually an invisible wall." Or if I don't know where to jump up a cliff, they put messages on certain parts of the cliff you can jump up to. And that's been like a really cool mechanic, like community mechanic in the open world Yeah, that you wouldn't get in other Souls games. I'm playing offline, so I don't get to experience any of that. Oh, see that it, it, I, the, uh, the message system is so much, it's so, it's so much more important than it was in the other Dark Souls games. Um, especially for the, there's like really difficult platforming sections and uh like i would have died a lot more if i had little like markers on where i could jump and where i couldn't on my horse um so that's been like a really big game changer for me is all the community uh stuff in this game especially in the open world because there's a lot of like zelda like puzzles imagine playing like breath of the wild but you have like little messages giving you hints on like certain puzzles um like hey there's a Korok over here yeah exactly they're like look up 
or or even in dungeons where it's like hey grace ahead but left i'm like oh thank you <laughs> i i would have done that like split path wrong and not gotten my checkpoint but especially in the open world they're just like hey uh, or there's been a couple times in the northern area, the ice area, where there's been an invisible bridge. And I noticed, oh, yeah. like, there's floating, like, there's floating, like, uh, blood stains and, like, messages. And, and it, it clued me into there being, like, an invisible bridge to this tower. Oh, do they do that trick like they did in Dark Souls, the first Dark Souls, where it's, like, the snow is, you can see it hitting the bridge? I think that's what it is when it was, like, raining. Uh, yeah like you can notice and stuff but i did it in like pure broad daylight it was just like messages saying like like little more a little more turn left here you know what i mean yeah. so all the community stuff in this game has been heightened in the open world specifically where you know not everything is like mapped out um uh, i think that's really cool hey we're back we're back Hey, yeah, I saw you guys. Uh, they're in the middle of a hailstorm, so... <laughs> and it started hailing really bad again. It just yeah. gets me, actually. Yeah, yeah. hey, uh, so there are... there. Uh, sorry, this is interrupting the podcast, but you should probably go put some blankets over your car because there are dents all over the cars in the neighborhood right now. Uh, I don't have the car uh, right now, but thank you. Okay, all right. Aaron, I'm check this, everyone, where you have to worry about golf ball-sized hail maybe <laughs> yes. a couple months out of the year. Uh, that's yeah. why I still have like 20 bungee cords from that one time <laughs> from in the that back one of my night. car. I just helped, oh my I just helped my girlfriend's brother move with them like two days ago. I still have all those bungee cords. Well, hey, look, you, you were able to use them. Look at that. Yeah, no, it, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, but, I entirely out, by the way. but yeah, Colin, we were just talking about like other things we see in the world. And I was just saying how all of the messages, the messaging system in the open world has been really cool. It's oh, yes, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. I've all I've always really enjoyed the online stuff for the Souls games, you know, and never really having to play them. I just always, uh, you know, I always saw it and heard about it. But playing Bloodborne, I really liked it. But I have fallen in love with it in this game. I love I, I love being able to leave messages or read messages. I, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's nice too. It's a little more forgiving where you won't get invaded unless you've already summoned another person in. Yeah. So in yeah. other Souls nice. games, you could just you just needed to be like uh, have a body instead of being hollowed, and people would just come in and like ruin your day. Um, in Demon Souls, I don't think it mattered. You just like anytime you can get invaded. But um, I could be wrong about that. But um, but yeah, I've been enjoying that too. I've I've even been doing some invading, and that's been that's been pretty fun too. <laughs> um, but um yeah I, I like how they're doing the summoning system i noticed though if you're really relying on other players like if you like like summoning other players and stuff there's so many different dungeons and bosses that it can be hard to find people just because the yes. player base is so spread out it's not like a directed path whereas like in you know dark souls you know like hey every player has to come this way so you know so yeah I've, I've run in i run into that problem and that's just, right yeah that's definitely where i think the summoning uh the like the phantom summoning really helps because you get you can get that without having to rely on other players oh yeah for sure um, i always summon npc um helpers like the, the characters you meet along the way and stuff like that yeah oh yeah any anytime i can I, I do that every time yeah that's fun it's fun payoff too when it's like attached to talking to like certain characters yeah. at certain points and them seeing them come help you in the boss you're like oh yeah very cool <laughs> yeah all right um anything else before we uh log off today 
How, what's the largest amount of runes you've lost? Oh, in no. In like one day. <laughs> no. 20,000. 20,000? Yeah, I think I think I lost like 35, 36,000. Holy day. crap. Yeah. It takes it takes me about 90,000 to level up now. Yeah. Oh oh. Um, uh, so I've lost about 60 in one go. I think yeah. it's probably the highest. I, I don't know if I'm being too cautious, but like the second I get enough to level up, I will go to a, a grace point and level up. Oh, no, there, I'm with you. <laughs> there, yeah, okay. There, there, there have been a couple times, though. I think the most I lost was 13,000, I think, so far. Yeah, I was like a thousand, two thousand away from from leveling. I just needed to go kill like one thing, <laughs> and then I just lost it all. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I think it was in that that area with the uh, oh, I get, it's in the underground area, I think. But the 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 archers. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys about. suck so bad. <laughs> I I I've noticed I've lost That's a lot of souls first. by just like uh just like misjudging a jump with on my horse. Especially when you're going yeah. back to get something and you're not being careful, you're just like, okay, I'm going to grab these souls back, and you just make one wrong jump, and you're like, oh, guess not. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned that lesson like hour two. I was like, all right, no more running around with the stupid horse. Like, I'm going to be extra careful. I'm not just going to go jumping off cliffs anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'm doing now, which I'm actually really enjoying too, is that I've hit a point in the game where, from what I've heard, the later half of the game is a lot less balanced than the first half, just because I think the development came in real hot. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm kind of taking my time and leveling up, but instead of grinding, like I said, I have a um, now I'm using like a wiki that's showing every boss in like these in each area, and so I've gone to the first three areas and have like beaten every boss in the area now with like a little guide, mm. and that's been a really fun way to like kind of wind down on it and still play it because now that I'm going back to the first area at like a level 112. Like most of these bosses, I'm just like double wielding my katanas and just tearing through these caves and <laughs> taking down the boss and just like, okay, on to the next one. And it's been a really good time. So that's where I'm at right now before I go more north into the end game. Um, before our power went out, I wanted to mention how A, I hadn't found a single single cheer until 29 hours of the game. I have 31, reminder. B, uh, the physic I also didn't find until twenty eight hours. I just didn't go on the path like where, where like wow. the map shows you. So I was just like chilling and vibing. The only way I had my my health be recovered so much was because I found a talisman that gives you boosted FP and, and uh, health when you drink a flask. So that's how I've been trucking. But it's been good. <laughs> I've been doing good. <laughs> Yeah, I love the amount of tools they give you in this game with all the oh, talismans, yeah. with uh, with the physic bottle, with how many like flasks you can hold. Like I'm already have like twelve flasks, yeah. um, which is which is a lot. Like a lot of times when I'm dying to a boss, it's not because I ran out of flasks; it's because you know I just got like a bad string. I jumped into a combo too soon, you know. So uh, I love all the tools they give you, and also like summoning. I I got that mimic. And it just throws in a second one of me, <laughs> which is really cool. And I when I say that. when I say it gives you all your stats, it means I can just equip my double katanas and it gives him katanas. And we're just stacking bleed on a boss pretty much. Um, and it, it's it's fun. It's like having us like a player two 
with you that you can just summon in harder parts where they let you summon. Uh, and that's been a lot of fun. I, I'm a sucker for any game like Ratchet and Clank does this. That gives you like a turret or like a little buddy or something oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. Or like just a fun NPC that that's kind of Mr. dumb fight beside you. Yeah, exactly. But it's just yes. like a copy of your own build. It's, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. You just like you just like see your dude wailing on a dragon as you're coming in on your horse. And uh, it's been so much fun. So, you know, once you can beat Radon and you're out smashing your head out about it, I'd go straight for that mimic summon because that has been a lot of fun. Oh, oh by the way, he, he doesn't take he doesn't take FP. He just takes half of your health bar away. Uh, that summon. Oh, OK. Which is nothing. You just drink one of your flasks and you're good. Does that change at all if you upgrade it? Like, uh, nope. Okay. I have maxed up to 10. He still just takes a certain amount of health away that you just drink a potion after summoning him and you're good to go. So you can nice. do it at any level. Although, Radon, yeah. That boss is nuts. I beat him, but it was not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been fun watching the super cuts of the meteor of his meteor form coming in <laughs> yeah uh but that that's boss him? is that's a weird boss that's him that's the meteor guy like a blazing sun comes at you uh yep that's radon that's and awesome that is so amazing there are cool parts in that boss so when when you come in you you're summoned into this arena you'll talk to different characters who's met the jar have you guys met the polite that's jar cool. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, uh, I right? haven't met him. I haven't yes. like gone to where he says he's going to. Like, okay, so he time, says though. he's like he's like, hello, old chap. You know, I'm going to the tournament. You know what I mean? Uh, that tournament is to go fight Radon, which is that super general. Um, oh, and so you can a tiny mount. Yeah, he's still on this little horse. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the most like the wolf guy, a bunch of characters you meet along the way are all at this tournament. And you guys, it's not a tournament against each other. It's a tournament to fight one. And so when you summon into this arena, you can summon like, it's like about probably around like 10 NPCs all at once. Whoa. Like 10 of those helper NPCs and you, and you have to like charge him. The thing is, he is brutal. Like, um, you have to start the, uh, you have to start the fight in a very certain way, which means you have to like roll and summon and roll and summon and then get on your horse and hope he doesn't, hit you in some cheap way but once all your summons come and draw aggro then it just turns into this fight where you're just trying to get some damage in and you can resummon people and you just kind of have to get lucky if you're not like over leveled armor wise to take them on which it sounds like me and josh did just did it till we like barely <laughs> i feel like i barely got him even with all the items i got and i got the rune i activated my room which gave me plus five on every stat you know what i mean Dude, like I, it took everything I had to beat him. With that boss, I either died in the first five seconds or played it for an hour and then died right before defeating him. That was like the whole process. <laughs> yeah, okay. he is definitely a boss that it's gonna be. It's gonna give you problems, but he's definitely a boss you can out level at a certain point and make it a lot more manageable. Like if I think I, if I fought him now, it would be a lot easier. But he, he's also hiding the one of the best items in the entire game, which is that mimic summon. So it makes you want to try and get him sooner. You know, it's frustrating. I I do have one more thing to say. Is that I found sure. a boss. I found a boss. So in this in this uh, catacomb, you go down, and for the longest time in the game, you're kind of been 
teased at where the community is saying hit a wall ahead you hit it and it's like nothing oh man at least i tried uh, another one oh nothing but then randomly i go into this catacomb and it says hit the wall trust me i'm like all right and I do it, and it actually was a mimic roll. And I was like, oh my God. So I keep going down this hallway where I keep hitting the wall, hitting the wall. And then all of a sudden I find this lever, pull it, and it takes me to the boss room. And the boss room is the funniest boss I've ever fought in the game, or any Soulsborne game. It's a, it's a little snail who just enchants a summon. Oh, yeah. I, I did that. I actually did that last oh, night. Oh, that like, boss wow. is really good. That boss <laughs> yeah. is so good. He's just like in the corner of the right. He's just like, just a little snail. Well, I didn't even notice the snail. I was just fighting this dude and I beat him and then he yeah. got re-summoned and I was like, what the heck? And then I look in the corner and there's a snail <laughs> there. I was like, like oh. <laughs> dude, that's the thing about this game. Half the time, I find it super funny when I die. Yeah. Like when like all, all of a sudden like uh, a sentence like marble kills me i'm just like who oh, was that heard about that oh yeah <laughs> yeah there dude there's just like there's frustrating deaths where you just keep like dying and dying on these like one and this one enemy but then there's just a death where you're just like okay game that's fine okay <laughs> that was funny <laughs> uh wilfredo watched me you know those guys in the um in the academy that like shoot a bunch of like magic at you they have the mass Yes. Yeah. yeah. Old man mask. Well, one of them, I, I was just about to kill like the two guarding the gate when I first got to them. And one of them decides to swing their book at me. <laughs> and I had just enough health left to where the book killed me. Like I, I did this whole dodging thing, got enough, was charging up an attack and he just like swung a book and I died. And I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so this is just a lot of dumb ways you can die and cool ways. And, uh, like I said, you guys, if you, the lo- the more you go, the more you're going to find, like, I can't wait till you guys get to Volcano Manor because it's just a whole nother like round table where a bunch of NPCs and do missions and just crazy stuff goes. Yeah, down. it seems like every day I just learn about like another 50 percent of the game. It's like, oh, the game's yeah. actually 50 percent larger. And then next time, like, actually, you only discovered 50 percent of the game again. Uh, knowing where you guys at, like, I would say you guys are at maybe mm, the 30 percent mark. Uh, as far yeah. as seeing their whole no. game, I <laughs> love that. see, not up to if you're up to Volcano Manor, like not not there yet. Because I Oof. think going to the capital, and I think that's where people are. Most people are saying like, "Oh, that's a good like halfway mark." Um, um, so my goal in this game is to defeat every boss, and yeah. you know, so uh, that's that's the, I I probably could be going through the game a little faster if I was just main, mainlining it, but I'm really enjoying just being like really thorough and going back to areas when I'm overpowered. And um, so I, I'm playing this game very differently than Souls game. It's actually been a lot more laid back, which I think is going to be good for people who are jumping in for the first time. Because those legacy dungeons are still like Dark Souls dungeons, like. You're still gonna have to really play that carefully, you know. Yeah, you So I, I, I was gonna ask uh, for everyone who who's played all the Dark Souls games, like like the uh, like the castles and, and and like the dungeons like that. I di- I didn't know how like how much does it actually feel like a Dark Souls game, like those specific areas, you know, where you're running through, uh, you know, a big castle, you know, with all the all the different enemies and different shortcuts you can find, uh, like how. Those, you know, right. It feels right. It feels like the yeah. the same amount. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, there, I mean, uh, the thing is with most uh, Dark Souls games, they had they, they didn't have open world areas, but they definitely had like larger areas where you go into the castles and stuff. Well, but uh, once you go into the castles, it really does feel like a Dark Souls game. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and they're all and you'll notice like that first castle when I was going back and fighting bosses, I had no idea that there was a bunch of platforming you could do to go down to a dungeon. And there's a boss in that dungeon in that very first castle. Oh, uh, I fell into I actually fell and uh I fell a long way one time early on in the game. And yeah. I, I swear I fell like three hundred feet <laughs> and then I died. And I swear to you, I died right next to a a a, a door into that boss fight. Yeah. I was like, Oh my god, there's a freaking boss fight way down there. Are you all talking about Stormbell Castle? Yeah, the first castle. Okay. Yep. Yep, there's a basement. There's a that. There is a basement and I would have I had to look at um I had to look at a guide to get down to it and I was like I don't think I would have found this by myself uh, but when going down I saw a bunch of messages you know showing jump here down here cool down here um but just the idea of getting into places you're not supposed to be in a game is always a fun thing for me and oh, yeah. this game is full of it I I I I'm not expecting to be able to fight anything but um yeah um and i will tell you there are surprises like there are areas you think are safe and you will spawn into it and you're like oh my god something's different what's what's going on here (laughs) and it just does that to you randomly through it so it's cool i will say i don't want to it won't ruin it too much because you won't know when it happens but i got attacked (laughs) while spawning into the round table that's all i'll say he's a traitor (laughs) <laughs> but not in the way you're still expecting so it, it's i really didn't ruin too much you'll see you'll see okay. um, all right. right you'll see uh you might not even have it happen if you don't do like a certain things in the game so yeah um all right uh i think we're gonna wrap it up there because we're already running a little long but uh hey thank you guys for joining me and um i'm sure over our next uh larger set of podcasts we will be giving little elden ring updates here and there but we definitely wanted to get together and talk a little bit bit about it and you know like like colton was saying i always after hearing people talk about this game or after you hear you're just like oh i gotta get back and check out that like basement or i gotta you know yeah exactly it definitely gets you to be like oh i need to look that up (laughs) that's been my experience Mm so i i i enjoy just you know talking about what people have seen and how they're going about things so uh we are gonna call that a podcast and uh everyone out there have a safe day and i hope you'll return with us to episode two bye 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 gang gang